Luke Hilton now, who's on the line. G'day, Luke. G'day, Luke. How are you? Yeah, very well, mate. Um, you must be excited about the prospect of some of the stable runners uh, for Bjorn today uh, in both states. Yeah, a nice group of runners um, today we, we, with some good chances. So split across a couple of states. Bjorn's uh, up at the Magic Moon, so he'll handle the Gold Coast ones and, and we'll head to Renwick. And don't tell me you get shafted the whole time and have to stay here. Surely you get up to the coast at some stage. Yeah, I'll sneak up uh, towards the end of the week, uh, Luke. So I'll get up there for the for the enjoyable part of the weekend and, and stay away from the hard work of the sales. <laughs> You're too good. Uh, let's have a chat about Randwick, mate, uh, and Battleton. He goes in race seven, number three, drawn a nice gate this afternoon. And it's uh, it's funny, he's only had 22 starts, but he feels like he's been around for a while, this guy. Yeah, that's right. He's uh, you know he's running some good races as a three-year-old, and he was a good fifth in the Coolmore. And uh, now he's sort of uh, here today, and I think he lines up. His first up run was, was really good this time, a little bit different this time. He sort of went first up 1,400 with him, which was really good. And uh, Bjorn's elected to put the blinkers on. I think he's also been looking for the blinkers uh, for a while, just needed to do sort of the first part of his race correctly, which he's starting to do now. So the blinkers are gone on. And he's never had them on before, or has he had them on track work, anything? He's worn them a few times at track work this week, but he's never had them on uh, before. He's a, he's a bit of a thinker, and mm. he's been a bit creative sometimes with us, and I think Dylan got the best out of him when he won on him last time. He was the last jockey to win on him, but he, he got it perfect when he just sort of got to sort of hide the victory away from him and, uh, you know, clutch victory out of the out of the, out of the depths of defeat. Uh, yes. how he likes to win his races, and I think the blinkers just might help him. So going in with, with a reasonable amount of confidence today. Uh, they've had, obviously, then the desired effect at home. Uh, they're, they're showing that he's sharpened a little bit or something. Yeah, yeah. Just wanting him to be uh, sort of focused a little bit more. When he sees daylight, he starts to have a little bit of a think about it. We're hoping the blinkers will take that away. And uh, if he can put his mind to the job, he's, he's always had stakes ability, but um, he just hasn't lived up to what we first thought he would be. Race 10, the stable has three runners. Wingardium comes out round last night. Uh, firstly, number 11, Apito Ballerina. Yeah, she's, um, she'll need the run. Uh, she, she's probably a little bit out of her depth and, uh, in the Saturday grade, but she improved uh, immensely last preparation. And I think she'll be a, a Saturday horse in time, but she just might need the run today. O Tycoon is there as well. Number 10, has he changed ownership? Uh, yeah, so the majority shareholders sold out last preparation and uh, good to have Australian bloodstock on board. Um, they're very good at what they do and, and they uh, highlighted him on English Online and, and bought a, a majority share of him. So good to have them on board and we'll just have a think. I think Bjorn's probably thinking he may uh, save him for another day today, but we'll just okay. wait and see what happens with these scratchings. All right, we'll find out in 20 minutes or so if he stays in or not. Number 13, Spring Lee, uh, just in the wrong part of the track uh, on the Kensington last start, but she's a filly with talent. Yeah, really like her. She's got uh, immense ability. She's just a little bit mentally immature at the moment. She just beat herself the other day. Admittedly, it was a bit tough for her going from 1,000 to 1,200. Just wanted to overdo it a bit early, and then, as you said, found the wrong part of the track uh, and probably just found it. The 1,200, a little bit tough late after doing a bit of work herself. But she back to the 1,100. I think it's a, an ideal setup for her. She gets in with no weight. She's definitely improving all the time and I think she goes in extremely hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she's a, a nice horse on the rise. We 
we have a few there at the provincials as well. Uh, race two, number four, four o'clock knock, and race six, number one, Canadian ruler. Comments on those two? Yeah, four o'clock knock with the blinkers on at Orange. It was a, only a mediocre field, but he was dominant, and uh, I think they've really sharpened him up, and he's turned the corner since having them on, so I wouldn't be surprised if he can go back-to-back, and Canadian ruler was a good run on a heavy track, and he doesn't really like the track here at Warwick Farm, but he gets much better suited today, up to the 13.50, draws two, he'll be positive, and he put himself there. The Gold Coast uh, in the big maiden race number four, Bonita Queen, looks to be trialling well. She's a really nice filly. We've had a, a very big opinion of a little bit similar to Spring Lee. She's got immense ability, but she's just a little bit mentally immature. She's getting there. She just wants to overdo it a little bit early. It's gone a little bit sticky, but um, if Tim can sort of navigate the path in the early part of the race and get the first part of the race right, I think she'll be very hard to beat. Star Maze there as well, number 14. Yeah, drawn awkward, but it's a big money race. Um, she's got to sort of have a throw at the stumps, probably just ride her a touch quiet and see if she can get some luck. And she's definitely improved on her last preparation. So if she's um, if she's uh, running on, we'll be really pleased. It gets a bit of luck. She's an outside chance. And race eight, number two, Fairway Star, having a great preparation. Yeah, it's been really good. She's gone to another level this time in. She's a great buy. She's only a $40,000 filly, and she's um, uh, getting up there in the prize money and gets a nice... Nice race day. She's got a great jaw. It'll suit her. Josh will just be able to have a tucked away midfield somewhere. And, um, yeah, she seems to be thriving in preparation so far. So if she holds that form, she's got to be a chance. And, mate, the better half, Rachel King, off to Japan. Another great opportunity for her. Um, but you're batching now for the next few weeks. So uh, you'll be just yeah. cleaning the floors and w- wiping their benches down. You won't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> sort of been sizing up how I'm going to play this. And I, I think I'll, I'll probably let it go for the for probably about seven weeks of the eight weeks and then lob in air tasker for the last week and try and get the whole lot done in one go. So uh, we'll see We'll see how we do it. But no, she uh, she kicks off today actually over there and um, <coughs> they go into lockdown or jockey jail yeah. over there. So she's out of action for three days. So uh, I'm off the hook for, for, for the next three days. So if anyone's out and about, we'll... We can to do something. <laughs> Love it, mate. <laughs> well, listen, have a good day. Good luck with all these runners today, and uh, we look forward to seeing um, how they go in both states. Great. Thanks, Luke.